0: The Eddie B-Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Basechet Begila has been dedicated by our good friend Mr. Stephen and his wife Gila Israel, a charter member of our Daf Yomi Shiud for the of both sets of parents, and of course their dear children. Hashem and V'hayim. And blessed Hashem, they should have continued success. This masechet also has been dedicated by Stephen and his wife Leilun Neshmat Adel Bat Rosa, and Leilun Neshmat Sara Bat Adel. Rua Hashem Tanichem beGan Eden Hen, and all Benot Yisrael Ashachvot Amem, and all Rachamim and Selichot and Omer Amem. Daf Chaf Aleph. Today's daf is being studied by Illun of Avraham ben Esther, Ruach Hashem, Tanihanub beg an Amen. We begin today's daf on daf khaf Amud bet, and we start two lines from the bottom. Our Mishnah was teaching us the different things that are kasher kolayyum. One of the things we said was, Hashkayat giving the Sotah the waters to drink. So the Gemara says, Hashkayat How do you know that that's done the whole day? At ya Torah, Torah. We have a okay. Gezerah Shabbat Torah Torah. It says by the Sotah the Kohen will fulfill all the Torah, which is all the laws regarding and it says in another pasuk We have another pasuk that puts the word Torah in the same pasuk as mishpat which is judgment And we know and Just like mishpat is only done in the day Which means betin sits in the day So, so too, the sotah, the ritual is done in the day how do you know that Mishpat is done by Yom? So the she says, Dikdiv, top line, V'aya biyom ankhilo et banav." So over there, the Pasuk is talking about inheritance. So it says that you have a Mishpat, you have a judgment exactly trying to calculate who gets what. So the Pasuk says, V'aya biyom ankhilo et banav On the day. So you see why that the Beddin sits in the day. The she says, Ura'a kola parasha kol liyot Jeez, that whole parashah over there, something about judgment. And it says it's done by yom. And it says in that pasuk, uh, and it says uh, in a pasuk Torah and Mishpat. Al Torah shiru khavala Mishpat. And it says by sotah, the word Torah. So with that whole hekesh, uh, we learn that sotah is done davka by day. Chamsi Gemara continues. Al arifat ha'igla. Arifat we learned as the case over there where you have the uh, dead body between two cities, mm-hmm. and the betin <coughs> has to measure to the closest city. And that city, the betin goes and they bring a glah arufat to mechapir. Amri de kapara by the glah arufat that is kapir Yisrael. It says the word kapara, and we learned by kadashim that also says the word kapara, like by the korbanot. Which it's dafka done in the day And also says kapara by korbanot Just like we learned on yesterday's dafka Korbanot are done by the day So to the ayla'arufah is dafka Done by day Which means the metzorah At the end of his process He has to bring sipulin birds it's, It is right He brings also a, um, a piece of cedar wood With ezov So therefore That process is done during the day so the Gemara says, how do you know the Tara, the purification of the Mitzurah, is done by Tay Diktiv? Zot-i-e Torah the yom the law of the Mitzurah on the day of his purification Kol a omer So we learned that what the whole night is kasher for sirah ta-Omer When did they do k-sirah ta-Omer? Well, the Omer itself was brought on the second day of Pesach. So the night before, they go out to the fields and they would cut it So it says, da so am we have a statement Ketsira Usfira Balaila. The Abba Yom the Ketsirata omir and sefirada as well. Because the Ketsira and the Sefirah are uh, based uh, on uh, each other, the same uh, the same uh, laws. It says Usfatem Nachem. And it also says uh Tem So this Ketsira and the Sefirah done at the same time, and when is that done? At night. The reason why the sefirah is done at night because it says, <laughs> In order to have complete weeks of counting, you have to start at night. Otherwise the counting is not going to be complete. You start in the day, so you didn't camp by night. So you camp in, in the night, and then you have temimot. And the Kitsida also, the gemara learns, is done at night, but the Haba'ah, the bringing of it, is done during the day. The bringing of the Korban HaOmed is done during the day. We said that you have the fats that are on the Mizbeah, that were not consumed during the day, right, from the Korbanot, so they remain on the Mizbeah the entire night. <coughs> now the Tosfot points out, like we learned in Massechet, Yoma, top Tosfot, kodem that's only talking about if the fire already of the Mizbeach started to consume these uh, parts from before Chatzot laila from mid before midnight. But if the fire of the Mizbeach did not con- start to consume them uh, uh, before Hatzot, then already they do not burn overnight. So there's one more condition. It's Dafka Kola laila on the on the on the parts that were cons- started to get consumed before Hatzot by the fire. Comes the Gemara and continues. the Mishnah gave a rule. An item that it's the mitzvah is the whole day. So then you have the whole day to do it. So the Gemara says, what is this cloud coming to include? You gave me all the cases in the Mishnah already. So what's this a rule coming to include? the placing of the bazichin and the removing of the bazichin What are the bazichin those are the spoons filled with frankincense lebona, they used to put on the shulchan the Gemara you know, really is referring to over here that's the 12 loaves showbread that were on the lechem were on the shulchan so that the Mishnah is referring to it as the bazichin to tell us that not only the lechem has this law, but the mazikin has the same law as well. Because with the lechem, they used to put the spoon of uh, frankincense on the table as well. So when they would put the bread on, they would put the spoons on with it, and when they would take it off, they would take it off with it as well. But the pasuk said that the bread has to be on the table tamid. Always, constantly. So there's a great mahlokit of how to understand tamid. (laughs) So the Gabonat says, <laughs> Uh Rabi you say, Faun the Sha Rabi you say Rabbi you say Silek et Shana Shahrit in Shachreet on Shabbat they would take off the old bread, V Sidahadasha Arbeet, and in Arbeet that night, in the beginning of Arbeet, they would put the new loaves on the table. In Bekaklum. No problem. Which means he old you could know, Take the old bread off in the morning and put the new bread on the table at night. Oh, man, oh but how am I going to learn the pasuk that says tamid"? It has to be on the table. Tamid comes out that from the morning to the night there's uh, there's nothing on the table. To teach me that what? Shelo belo meaning it should not go overnight without bread. Shelo Right? You should not have a situation where the table goes overnight without bread. According to the you'll tamid doesn't mean constantly, 24 hours a day, every second. No, tamid means you can't go a night where there's no bread on the table. So according to him, you could take the bread off the table by the morning. The whole day, there's no bread on the table. And then, right at the beginning of the night, you put the bread on the table with the bazichin, you're tamid, the rabbis argue. The rabbi said, no, tamid is tamid. It's literally. So, how, how do you do that? you got to take it off. So for a second it's going to be without lechem. No. So the way they did it was, they would take the new loaves of bread and they would push it into the tray, and as they're pushing the new bread on, the old bread <coughs> went off. So therefore, there was no, never a second without the lechem. So the hadush and the mishnah is going like, to be your say. When it says, Call a yom. Call the vash. Kasher by yom. Mitzvot. Call a you can be done during the day. It's the whole day. It's coming to the shita to be the whole day is kasher for siluk lechem atamid, and uh, I don't have to put it on until the night. So it's coming to go to the shita to be that what everything that can be done in the day is kasher the whole day. That's something that siluk lechem apenny. Look at the she that? the table should not stay overnight which means the uh, end of one loaf you put. At the beginning of the other loaf, and you push it off the uh, table simultaneously. When the old one is going off, the new one is going on. So you put the face of one towards the other one, and you keep it uh, exactly. uh, You know, as it goes off, it goes on. So comes the Mishnah and continues. (coughs) The Mitzvah that can be done at night can be fulfilled the entire night. That was Mishnah. So the says la two yemei. What is it coming to include? Which means you gave me all the mitzvot that are done at night. So now what do you, what do you have to tell me? That in mitzvah that can be done at night you have the whole night. What is that coming to include? So the Gemara says that two akhilat pesach is coming to include the eating of korban pesach. Udlo kerbi el hazar ben hazaria. De'tanya we have a brayta. The achilu at the pasar, but Torah says you eat the korban pesach on that night meaning that pesach. Amar bil azar bil azariya. He says no. Neimar kan but laila azeh. It says when Korban passed, but Neimar da da. It says when there was makat bechorot, ve'avarti be'eres mizraim, but laila It says God says that I passed over Misraim but laila azeh. And when did God do makat bechorot? Ma lehalan adchasod, afkan adchasod. That just like makat bechorot was done. By chatzot, so it says by and by korban pesach it says laila. So the bein azam mm-hmm. and azarita shita is you can only eat the korban pesach until chatzot laila. So our mishnah is not going like bein azam and How Our mishnah is going like the other opinion that says you can eat the korban pesach korah laila the whole night. And that's why the mishnah says kol shmitotu by laila mitzvato Tosfot says even though the Mishnah is following the other opinion, we go like Alzab and that the Korban Pesah is eaten only until Chatzot because we have other ayot of B'shichot that the Alakha should be like him. Therefore, he says one should be careful to make sure to eat the matzah which is connected the, which was eaten with the Korban Pesah, The matzah should be eaten by Chatzot Laila. Especially that pizmanah zim, but the So we have to be machmir to try to eat the matzah before chutzot. Sometimes they say the last after chutzot. You have to be careful. But Tosfos says the halal that we say on the pesach, which is only mitzvah banan, that already you can even say after chutzot. we try to be to say the halal as well. Finish it before chutzot. The again in order to be uh, consistent with the she never be a al zariyah. That everything should be done by Hatso. <laughs> <coughs> oh, we begin with the third peric of begin with Akkore et a Megillah. A person that's reading Megillah is there. Ohmed What does he mean, Omed VeYosef? He stands and sits. Oh, make up your mind. What does that mean he stands or sits? So that she says, Imratsa omed, Imratzah Yosef. Which means you have an option. You want to read the Megillah standing? You read it standing. You want to read the Megillah sitting? You read it sitting. You know, she's learning, you can do whatever you want. Standing and sitting for Megillah stand, there is no difference. Keraa ehad, kera'u, kera'u ashnaim, yatzu. Now, if one person read the Megillah alone, or they read it two people simultaneously, Yatsu. Now, even though we have a rule, that says, kale la Said that two voices you can't hear when two people are talking at the same time. However, when it comes to Megiddo, the Gemara is going to say since the the Ness is Habib to us, which we love the miracle, so it's possible that a person can pay attention and hear uh, the two voices. And we'll explain exactly what that means when we get to the Gemara. Okay. A place that has the custom to make the Berachan the Megiddo, so you make it. <laughs> And the, menhag, the place of the menhag is not to make the berachah, you don't have to make the berachah. The Gevara's going say, we're not talking about the berachah Rishonah. Berachah Rishonah you have to make. We're talking about the berachah Harona, which is a benu. So this was over here, menhag. Some people had the to, uh, menhag to make the menhag. Some people did not have the menhag. So Rashi says, if uh, in a place where they don't have the menhag, look at Rashi's language, he says, Lo en which is ma'ashma'a according to Rashi, that even in a place where they don't have the menhag, you still can do it. You don't have to do it. In So the question is what it means Brak Talaf if they don't have the minahak to do it, can She give me an option that if you want to you can still do it. So the explanation is this is not a regular berachah, this birakah bar ibn, This is called Birchata Shebah. It's a Biraqa just praising Buria wah. It's not a bakah on the mitzvah itself. So when it comes to the laws of Birchata Shebah, a Beraqa' praise, there's no Birachat al Batallah or Birchatas Shebah. So that's what she says that even in a place where the minhag is not the it, you don't have to say but if you want to say it, you can It makes sense to say it's Birkat because It answers another question We have a rule that says Anytime you have a Birakha that's a Muqad It's Berachot are coming, uh, you know, next to each other uh, You don't, the second Birakha, you don't open up with Baruch Second Birakha, you don't have to start up with Baruch So the question then is, how come the beracha of Baravet Yibenu opens up with Baruch? Seemingly, it's coming after the berachot of the Megillah that we started the Megillah. We started the Megillah with three berachot, like the Gemara is going to say. So that's good. So the the, 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 the Megillah is not a half in between. So the Lachavra, you have a set of berachot. You have the three berachot that we make at the beginning of the Megillah, and Baravet Yibenu, and you have to say that they're not connected. These berachot. The last beracha is not connected to the first three berachot. The first three berachot is considered like a berakat a mitzvah. However, the last Barakha, Arav and Nibiru is Barakat HaShavah. Therefore, it's, it's not uh, connected to the Nibirachot that R said earlier. Therefore, it is opening up with Baruch. But again, this is all dependent on, we're saying, the place. Nakom come haguh lewarech, yewarech. Nakom shina haguh lewarech, makom shina haguh, lo yibarech. Bashinih wa bachamishina legemarah, the Mishnah turns to the laws of Sefer Torah. On Monday and Thursday, Bishabbat of the week, I'm sorry, Bishinih vachamishii, Bishabbat b'mencha, and Shabbat m'mencha, Korin shilusha. We send up three people to the Sefer Torah and pochatin mosifin You cannot send less than three Nor can you send more than three as well That's the number, three Now we know Moshe Rabbeinu was made a takana That the Jewish people should not go three days without the study of Torah So he was with the kind of reading of Sefer Torah on Mondays and Thursdays uh, Is that so fair? But according to Moshe Rabbeinu He didn't tell us how many pesukim you have to read nor did he tell us how many people go up to the Torah. He's according to the Moshe one person reads three Pesukim, it's fine. As ha so came along and he ate the and he said, no, not only are we going to read Monday and Thursday, but you have to send up three Ulim, and you also have to read at least a minimum of ten Pesukim. So that's combination of Takanah Moshe Rabbeinu with Azaz ha so Now, what's the reason why we cannot send up more than three people? So since on Monday and Thursday, these are work days. If you can send more than three people, it will be Torah Sibur. it be a burden on the students have to go to work. So everybody did not want a burden. So they said you cannot be uh, Mosif uh, on Shabbat Minha. What's the reason? There's no work on Shabbat Minha. But since they used to pray, uh, they used to have a Derashah in the afternoon, we used to pray before sunset. So if you're going to start eating Aliyot, you have to pray Minaha before sunset. So therefore, in order not to delay the time, so they would also say, in Musifin. Now, why in Pohati, why why, why why can't you send up less? Because the Tekanav HaKamim was, there's not sufficient. You have to have three. Keneg, Kohen, Levi, Yisrael. So Rakibe Ege has a says that if a person, let's say, there was in a shul and they sent up more than three Aulim. More than three or uh, you say. Which means you shouldn't do it, but doesn't negate the seventh or reading. However, if you sent up less than three, then the one people that went up said Because she didn't do the takana the takana was not two, so you didn't do anything. So therefore less is worse than more in this case, because you're not even fulfilling the minimum takana. The Mishnah continues. Maftireen ben Avi. I'm sorry, which means on Monday and Thursday, as well as Shabbat, there's no Haftarah. Okay, there's no uh, um, uh, reading of the uh, Navi. made an institution at a certain time when there was Gezerot against uh, reading Sefer Torah on Shabbat, so they institute, instead of reading the Sefer Torah, they would read a piece of the Navi that is related to the Perasha. And so there was a time there was no reading of Sefer. They just read the Haftarah. However, after the uh, Gezarah was over, the Achemim said, you know what, it's a good minhag." They kept the reading, and institution of the Haftarah. However, they never instituted it on Monday and Thursday, or on Shabbat, Menha. And the same reason is because Torah, Sibur, people have to go to work, they, want to, they don't want to delay them by reading the Haftarah. Tosfot does say, however, there was a minhag based on a second Shabbat, that uh they used to read certain pieces from the Ketubim in Menha on Shabbat. Uh, that was the custom. So it wasn't the Navi that they used to read, but they used to read Ketubim in Menha Shabbat. Now regarding the Berachot of Berkat Torah, according to the law of the Mishnah, the first one that gets the aliyah, he makes Berachah Rishona. Hashem b'churbanu. And the last one in the Israel that gets the Aliyah, he says Berachah Haruna, Tananu. Means <laughs> they didn't have a custom that everybody makes two Berachot. Which Means <coughs> the middle guy goes up to Levi, doesn't make any Berachot. The Kohen makes the first Berachah, Berachah Rishonah. Yisrael makes the Berachah <laughs> Haruna. We'll see why that changed. and <laughs> ko'rin So then already we send up four people. Okay, Lekhodei that's the day that you have Musaf. I'm going to learn, any day that you have Musaf, so you have to send up an extra Oleh, the the Musaf. So therefore, there's four. You can't put less, because the original Tekkenah was four, but you can't send more either. For the same reason that we said above. Because on Oshkhod you're allowed to go to work. And therefore, it's Torah Sibur. If you're going to make the people uh, delay, more than four when and Cholam Wa'ed, also certain works are permissible, like Davara avid. I mean, things are they're going to have to suffer a financial loss. It's permissible to do. So maybe people have to, to go to work on cholam as well. So therefore, and Mosifin on the end Nor is there Haftarah Noschodesh and cholam wait. Apoteya but same deen The first one makes the berachah The kohen and the Levi'i makes the beracha. <laughs> that's the Kohen, that's the, or the achareha, respectively. that's the rule. Any day that Kod-Ba-Musaf, however, it's not a Yum Tov, so then you send up four. An example, Rosh Chodesh, example, cholam means those are two days where you have Musaf, but you do not have status of Yom Tov therefore the rule is four send the, the minister of the Gemara is going to explain exactly what this is coming to include On Yom Tov you send up five odim, On Yom Kippurim Shisha, On Kippur six and On Shabbat seven Udim You don't send up less but you can send up more. Now, some want to learn that sending up more is going back on all the three cases we just mentioned. Yom Tov, Kippur, and Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Which means, Yom Tov, your minimum is five. You want to send up more? Send up more. Because what's the logic? There's no work. Since there's no work on Yom Tov, and Kippur, and Shabbat, we don't care if you send up more on But less you cannot send up, because the original Tekkenah was five, six, and seven. And on all those days, you read Haftarah in the Navi. And the same law applies. The first one, made, the potter makes the berakhah ishona, and the choteh makes the berakhah aharonah. So Tosfot says, they don't make berakhot. From the Deen of the Mishnah, just like on Monday and Thursday we said, the first guy makes the berakhah, and the last guy makes the berakhah aharonah, but the Levite doesn't make anything. Same thing on Hoshfodesh. So Tosfot asks a question, we have to say this three times. Every time it gives me another... Uh, Situation Monday and Thursday a and Shabbat a So Tosfot says that I would have thought that maybe as the day becomes more hashuv, maybe more people have to make the beracha. that even on Shabbat, which has seven olim, which is the most hashuv day, it's still the first guy and the last guy making the beracha. Therefore, the mishnah repeats it each time because you might have thought as the olim. Uh, grow, so to the beracha has to be made more times Kamash Ma'alan, that no that in all the situations, only the Potaya and the Khotem, make the beracha. so comes the Gemara begins, Tana, Ma She'en Ken Bat Torah, which means you told me in the Mishnah that what, you can read the Megillah either standing or sitting however when it comes to Sefer Torah she says, She'en Kurim Bat Torah Besimur when you're reading the Sivhtara, it's asur to read it. Sivhtara has to be read standing. So, which is according to she you learn like this. He learned in the Mishnah that you could read Megillat, it's still Le Chattachila. standing or sitting. Le Chattachila, it's sitting. You cannot read it Le sitting. But according to Rashi, Bidi'adad. If you sat, Yatza. However, according to Aram he learned the Mishnah. Of Megillah, standing or sitting, he learned that that sitting is bidi'avad by Megillah. And therefore, Masha'ikim at Torah, that if you sit by Megillah, lo yatsah, afilu, bidi'avad. If you sat by Sefer Torah, is it bidi'avad yatsah, or bidi'avad lo yatsah? In any event, the Gibran wants to know, mina ne How do we know this? Which means, how do you know that a person has to read the Sefer Torah, Standing, Abu De Amal Kera po Amod Which means when Moshe Rabbeinu was receiving the Torah from Baruch what does the Hu tell him? God is giving the Torah. So God says, "Stand with me," implying that what? Haqadosh Baruch Hu was also standing Tamar Biyabhu irshale Were it not for the Pasuk saying it, we would not be allowed to say this Because really we are not allowed to put human features to Haqadosh Baruch Hu Haqadosh Baruch Hu doesn't stand, he doesn't sit Right? Endoguf, Endoguf If the Pasuk didn't say such a thing We wouldn't be allowed to say it It's as if Haqadosh Baruch Hu b'amidah Haqadosh Baruch Hu was also still Because he says, po amot immadi Stand with me he was giving him the Torah. So, so you see already that uh, the, the Torah should be given standing and read standing. How do you know that the rabbi, when he's giving the shahud, he should not be higher than the students? And the rabbi should not sit on a bed and the students sit on the floor beneath him. Again, Shanei Amar, Ba'ta, po Amot and Madi. What do you learn from Amot and Madi? That Moshe Moshe and Moshe Akribaruchu is on the same level. Amadi. That the rabbi should not be hired. Tan Rabbana, we have a brighta. Mimot Moshe Va'ad Rabban Gamliel, lo ayu le medim Torah ila mi'omid. The tides of Moshe Rabbeinu. Until Rabban Gamliel, when they would learn Torah, they would only learn standing. Right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's the way the Torah was given. You're learning the Torah; it's as if Kadosh Baruch Hu is giving you the Torah. No, Torah. Every time you're learning, so you're getting it again, uh, receiving it from Kadosh Baruch Hu. Anuchim Esav Hayom. It's Torah. So, therefore, just like we have to stand uh, Kadosh Baruch Hu stood when He gave the Torah, and Amos stood when they received the Torah. So, the custom was that the yeshivas they would stand. Died. So weakness came down to the world And then they instituted that you could start learning while you're sitting And that's what it says in the Mishnah When a man passed away, as I the kavod of Torah was not a What you kavod of the Torah? So when you went into the yeshiva, everybody's standing when they're learning. this was kavod Torah, the glory or the respect, the honor of the Torah. When he died, the holy came into the world. Now, somebody might think that that's why we call a yeshiva yeshiva because they, they sit, but it's not so because they called it a yeshiva even when they were standing and they didn't call it an amida. So why do we call it a yeshiva? Because the pasuk says, Torah tashim timimah, yeshiva tnafesh. Which means the Torah is me a yeshiva. The Torah of Adam. When a person studies Torah, it gives a person tranquility and serenity and peace of mind. So the yeshiva. Not not just sitting. Hashon, peace of mind. Yeshivat Nafesh. K'tiva Hadomer. One pasuk says the eshev b'har. So Moshe Rabbeinu sat. Other when he got the Torah. The chato v'hadomer v'arochi amadti bahar. A pasuk says he stood. And I can be mind. Did he sit or did he stand? So we have a couple of answers here. Omed velomed. The first time when he learned it, he stood. Yosef v'shoneh. However, when he reviewed it, he sat. Means once he got it from Rabbi the first time, that's mamidah. Now he has to review what he heard from Rabbi Yisrael That already he sat. Another answer of lo He wasn't standing or sitting. That's what the pasuk says. He was standing. He was sitting. Which means. He was leaning, he was actually bowing Bowing over. Shukhe is like resting over. Which means he wasn't standing straight. Well, out of the kabood of the Shekhinah, you can't stand straight in front of the Shekhinah, so he leaned over. So therefore it says standing, sitting. So what's between standing and sitting? Standing and sitting is leaning over. That's his compromise. According to another opinion of Yohanan Amar, this is what really he was standing the whole time. Uh, but it's says b'har, doesn't mean literally sitting. Veshib means over. Here he was delayed, or he was uh, he was by the mountain. He stayed there for forty days. Veshib doesn't always mean to sit says like it says And the Jewish people stayed in Kadesh for many days. What means they sat in Kadesh the whole time? They didn't stay when they were in Kadesh? No. Which means they were They were caught in they were uh 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 Encamped, okay. In uh, that's a good. way, We're encamped there for many days, so to Moshiach who is encamped will say, "By for forty days." So don't take it literally that he was sitting. <laughs> Last answer. The the easier halachot. <laughs> that's you know, easy to comprehend, so that he did standing. However, the kashot, the more difficult halachot, that needs more concentration, that he did, miyosheh, which means when you, the ayun of it, when you're going to go into the subject and deeper, so you really need more concentration. So when you're standing, so you're, you're, you're exerting uh, energy in the standing. So you want to put all your concentration on the on the subject. So therefore, you sit, so the person is able to be more concentrated. So those are the four answers, how to reconcile so we said that whether one person reads the Megillah or two people read the Megillah simultaneously That's it. when it comes to the Torah you can't have two people reading the Torah simultaneously again we have a rule you have two voices cannot be heard simultaneously but when it comes to the Torah that was the custom in the olden days one person would read the same Torah like us and then they would have a The Metargem was an interpreter that he would, uh, Hazan would read a Pasuk, then the interpreter would give it in Aramaic, because that was the language the people spoke at the time. But since the uh, Targum is very important, because they need to understand what, what the Torah is being said, or the halachot, so you cannot have two people saying the Targum the same because not able to hear it. So, therefore, you have one reader and one with but don't have two with because when I was trying to point out the Targum is important. And people need to hear the halachot. If they're not going to hear the halachot correctly, they're going to make a mistake. So therefore, you have to have one metargim. When it comes to Navi, again, you have to hear the Navi. So one person reads the Navi. But when they translate the Navi, you can have two. Why? Because it's not so important if they don't hear the translation of the Navi. Because there's really no halachot that come out of the Navi. It's stories. So therefore, if they had two people translating the Vehim, we're not going to make it a big deal. But when it comes to the Torah, they got to hear the translation. Because if they're going to not either halachah whatever the mitzvah is, they come to make an isur. But in the Navi, it's stories. So therefore, they allowed them to read it with two. <coughs> but we don't want two people reading the Haftarah. Because after that is a tekanadra balam. And you have to hear the after that at least, you know, being read. So therefore can only be done with one reader. <speaking in foreign language> when it comes to allel, recitation of allel and megillah, afilu asara koreen, even ten people can read it. Take out the words asara mitargemeen, according to the girsa of Rashi and Agotabah. The because there's no targum in Hallel. and there's no targum in. Megillah. So therefore, take that out. Tosfot says, well, you're right, you don't have Targum Unkedus in the Megillah, but we do have a Targum, Targum Sheni, Targum Yerushalmi, we do have it. So therefore Tosfot says, for Megillah, the word uh, Targum can uh, fit. In any event, why by Megillah instead, you cannot even ten people simultaneously, reading the need at the same time. <laughs> Since the story is geared on everybody. Everybody loves the story. They pay attention closely. And therefore, even ten people reading, they can focus. And the question is, uh, how does the dynamics of that work? Just to understand the, how does the ear pick up ten people? So someone to say that you hear all ten. Because since it's Habib, so you're listening closely, you hear everybody's voices. Or is the pshat, that your ear is able to focus in on one. And therefore, you hear one reader throughout this b'halakat. How to learn? So the tremendous nafkamina, nafkamina. Let's say you have two people reading the Megillah They're simultaneously. One's reading from a kosher Megillah, and one's reading b'alfei. So if you say that you hear both of them, okay. so you're because you're hearing also from the guy that's reading the Megillah. However, if you say that you're focusing on one voice, could be you're focusing on the guy who's not reading from the kosher Megillah, and therefore you're not going to be Yotze. So therefore, you have a Nafkamina. Exactly how this manifests itself, and there's Nafkamina. Uh, but what? clearly by Megillah. This this is Habib. The story is a, a endearing story. Everybody enjoys the miracle. Therefore, it's possible that two people can read the Megillah at the same time. This sign of the beracha with the is only talking about the beracha. you have to. make a Why? Before you do a mitzvah, you have to make the beracha over What does over mean? Kodem Right, Over is a lesson of Kodem Before you do the mitzvah you have to make a berakhah How do you know the word Over? is a language, it's a terminology of to do it before Meaning before the mitzvah you make the berakhah So Amar Rabbinachman Bar Yitzhak Amar kira V'yaroz achimahatz derech hakikar, kikar et ha which means they were in the war, so they wanted to give David minute the news. So, Ahimaats ran in the Kikat in the field, and he went before the Kush, because he was also going to tell David minute the news. So he preceded him, he came in front of him. So you see the word, ve'u Which means he preceded him. So you see the to do it before. That's why Yaakov and Isaab, Yaakov went in front of his family when he went to greet Avad, Malkam, the the king of Israel went in front of the people, Vashem So that you see clearly that the word Over means to go before. So you ask the question. If the word Over means kodim, how come the rabbi didn't just make a statement and say, Kodem Well, you have to give me a funny word, mm-hmm. Oved, and then tell me the word means this, and give me three different pesukim, just say it clearly. So if you remember, Tosfot, the Messiah Pesachim answers this question. Tosfot says, because the word Kodem is mashma way before. The word Oved is Mashmah immediately before. So from here we learn don't Oved, don't make the Berakha and then two minutes later do the Mitzvah. Over means immediately do the beracha and then right away do the mitzvah. So the over is a more accurate language. The Gemara says the fanaya, my bebaruch. What's the berachah he shona? What berachot did he make on the megillah? Rav Sheishat mekatlizya eklar lekamed. Rav Hashem, he was by Rav Hashem ubarich manach. He made the three berachot manach. What is manach? Mem rashe tivot al mekra megillah. The nus is shasad nisim davoteenu, and the chet is for shechianu. We came out again. So those are the three berachot that manach. Now the question is, when do you make this berachot? So according, it's a great berachot in the sferadim and ashkenazim. According to the sferadim, we make these three berachot dafkat night. Shechianu is only done at night. In the day. We, we take off the Shecheyanu, because you read the Megillah already. to Ashkenazim, no. A card reading is in the day. Mm-hmm. And therefore they say Shecheyanu as well in the day. Nafka they make Shecheyanu twice. At night and also in the day. Nafka when we make the Shecheyanu at night, we have to have kavana for the day. And we also have Kavanah have also for the other mitzvot that are going to be done. Whereas Ashkenazim, when they say the Shecheyanu at night, they just have Kavanah for the Megillah in the day they're reading it again with the shayyad then they're going to have coming for all the other mitzvot that are being done The Bible wants to know What's the B'raqah Aharonah on Megillah? Baruch Atta'ashim Elokeinu Melech Haodam. Some have this text. Some do not have that text. Right? That word "hael" can go either way. Some say that it makes sense to put the "hael" "haravet because in the Mizmur "chabet when Esther was praying, right for success, she said "Eli, Eli, lama azabtani." So therefore, she used the Shem kid, So therefore, they want to put it in this to you know remember that tefillah "haravet uh, the, the one that fights our uh, uh, wars, like in the case of uh, Hammam, he's the one that judges us, our judgment, which is he judges the, the and the one that takes the revenge for us, and the one that uh, pays back. Nufra, he takes retribution to like our enemies. Vamshalem gemul l'ekholo ibn Ashenu. Gemul over here refers to midah k'neged midah. Not only does he punish them, but he gives them what they deserve. Haman uh-huh. man wanted to hang Modecha on a tree, he got hung on that exact same tree. Paruch, vamshalem gemul Ashenu. Now, ibn afshenu also refers to over here, the enemies of our spirit. Which means, the Guhim and their intent to destroy us, they also try to destroy the Jewish neshamah It doesn't say oh ibeg gufenu so he ben nafshenu mm-hmm. Which is that also the who saves us from the spiritual mm-hmm. destruction of our enemies Baruch atahashem han-nifla'h li-israel One that uh, saves uh, he takes out like he redeems He re- revenges uh, the enemies and saves israel Daba' amar ha-e'el you have to conclude the Baruch Atah Hashem The God of Chesed that redeems us You know what? Say both Baruch Atah Hashem HaNefrah Oli Yisrael Mekos HaReem HaEel Say both And it's not a problem that you're being Chotem B'Shtayim Because normally you're not allowed to be Chotem HaB'raqah With two concepts But that's only when they're two different concepts However, it is all the same concept. How Akhil Baruch punishes our enemy and saves I So it's all the same. On if we have no problem of this type of Hatima. On Monday and Thursday, and Shabbat, Minha we send up three Olim. So the Gabbara says, How many Shaloshah can I get me? When I say, that's so fair, he made the Tekarat to send up three Oldim. Where, where, where do you get the number three from? Maybe send up seven Oldim. Where, where, where do you get the number three? So he says, mm-hmm. Now we have three sections of the Torah, so each Olde represents one of the sections of the Tanakh. There Amar, no Keneget, Kohanim, Neviim, Israelim. There was <coughs> no Keneget, Kohanim, the three different uh, uh, groups of Christ Israel, so you have three. So the says, right, When you're getting up to the read the Sefer Torah, you cannot read less than 10 Pisukim. And you should know, Even though that Pasuk is not really coming to teach you anything, you count it as one of the ten. Can what do these ten correspond, which is once already you're telling me that the three is corresponding something So now it means these numbers are not just arbitrary numbers So now you gotta explain, it. what's the ten then? You tell me the three has significance, so what's the significance of so the ten Pesukim that azza HaSufir also said you have to uh, say, when you take out the Sefer Torah which means we know that we learned a city is not considered a city unless you have ten batanim. What do you mean batanim? They for menachah. And what do they do? They make themselves available in the synagogue all day long in order to be prepared for minyan and for other needs of the simur. Those are called asara batanim. So it seems that since asara batanim is an important concept, so they wanted to make another takana with the same numbers so the people will always remember. How important bat HaDanim is. She's going to read ten uh, Tepeshukim. Some people say, "Hey, what are we reading Tempest Tepeshukim for?" Oh, this is connected bat HaDanim. So, anything that's Re-im- important, it exactly, it reinforces the concept by using that uh, reason for another institution. That Yosef Amar Aseret Moshe sinai Okay, the Ten Commandments. Since so those are the Ten Fundamental Laws of the Torah, uh, and this is a, this is the reading of the Torah, so it makes sense. That you do something to connect the Ten Commandments The uh, Rav Yaga'on says That in the Asirah del Birot Is hinted all the Tariyagman's book So therefore this is like the, uh, the uh, You saw the foundation of the entire Torah uh, According to the Gersah The correct Gersah We delete this uh, paragraph With the parentheses. Verbi Yohanan Amar Kineged Asara Ma'amarot Shemem Nebra Ha'odam Kineged the Ten uh, utterances that God made when He created the world. Now you'll tell me what's the connection between the creation of the world and the Torah, so we know. If it wasn't for the Torah, the world, there'd be no world. Right. The world would go back to uh, The world would go back to, 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 nothingness. So therefore it makes sense when you're reading the Torah to link it to Maaseh <laughs> And since Maaseh God created the world ten times, it says, Vayomir. And bore Olam said, Ye'i or, Vai or Vai So there's ten vayomers. so it's the ten uh, utterances of Akkadosh Baruch Hu In the creation of the world, so you have ten Pesukim So the Gemara says, Hey Ninu, uh, what are these ten Vahiyomers of Bereshit The, 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 the ten Vahiyomers of Bereshit So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Haneh tush'ahavu If you count them, it's only nine, so a short one So the Gemara says, Bereshit na me ma'amaru Mean the first word, bereshit, bara. Even the Shemavat, the word bereshit is also counted as a mahaman. How? It doesn't say by Yomer. So it says on the Chetiv, bedavar Hashem, shemaim nassu, ubruah pif, It says Hashem, with the word of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, shemaim nassu. That means God created the heavens bedavar with a word. So even though it doesn't say in the Torah, Vayomer Hashem yehi shamayim, what does it say when it comes to the shamayim? Bereshit barah Elohim. Mm. But since we have a pasuk of the reading that says, Bedvar Hashem, was created Bedvar Hashem, so you can't be as a dibur. But it must be there was a dibur over there as well. Allah Zekadavid will say, Bedvar Hashem shamayim nasu. It must remember the dibur. So that's also considered a ma'amas. So that's number... That's the tenth. It's really number one. But it's, on, it's, it's, counted it's counted in the Amar Okay, now when you have ten pisukim and you have three odim so now who's going to read four pisukim? Not everybody okay. can read the same amount. So how do you split it up? So the Gemara is going to tell us whoever takes the four, because it's going to be four, three, three. Let's say whoever or three, four, three or three, three, four. Whoever takes the four pisukim is mishubach. There's a there's, there's reason to say He's doing right So the Gebra says Which means anybody that takes the four pesukim There's a precedent somewhere else in the religion To show that he's praiseworthy How? Well that's easy The first one that takes the four pesukim is praised why? we learnt in which means if you remember they used to collect the shekalim, was the purpose of the shekalim, in order to fund the of the HaMikdash on a daily basis, right? In the maintenance. So what would they do? They would have three uh boxes, okay, and on the box they would put Aleph on the first box, and bet on the second, the second, on the, second, or the third What? And when they would collect the shikanim from the Sibur, they would empty the box that they would collect from they would empty it into the Aleph, and then the next shikanim they would empty it into the Bit, and then the leftover they would left put in the Gimah. Why? Why would they do it in such a way? Because they wanted <laughs> the money that was donated first to be spent first so therefore, which is what's going to happen now? You have a big box, so now the guy that donated first is on the bottom of the box. Right. The guy that comes and puts more money, now he's on the top. So it comes out the last guy, his money's going to be used first. So now it's not fair. The guy that came first, his money should be used first. So they would number the boxes. Not like luggage. Right. The glass in yeah. first out. So therefore they put the, uh, the first alif in order to make sure that that money was used first. So what do you see over here? Rishon for the first guy that gets the aliyah, you take the four Pisukim. You're, you're the first guy getting the aliyah. Don't wait for the, for the next guy. <laughs> <speaking in Spanish> right? So they were taking the Trubah from the first box, Why? How do you know the middle is Meshubah as well? Right? This is regarding the menorah and the mikdash. <makes in language> all the nerot would tilt towards the ner Maarabi, which we'll see what ner is in a minute. The ner Maarabi Kelapeh The Nir would face towards the Shekhinah, which means like this: in the mikdash we had the menorah. Now there's a machloket exactly which Nir of the seven nerot is called Ner Maarabi. This mahlukah is dependent on the positioning of the menorah in the Beit Did they put the menorah east-west, or did they put the menorah north-south? But let's go according to the opinion that says north-south first. If you say the menorah was put north-south, so therefore, what's which, 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 which ma'ravi? There's no west. What is west? So the explanation is, the middle, the center, uh candle, the center net, I'll call it. Mm-hmm. So you have three on the right side and three on the left side. That's called ne'er mm-hmm. ma'arabi. Why is that called ne'er ma'arabi? Because the flame was tilted towards the west. Mm-hmm. Which means, it wasn't sitting in the middle of the cup. Mm-hmm. The net itself tilted west. The is north-south and the middle is towards the, mm-hmm. the ma'arab. It was ne'er mm-hmm. ma'arabi. Now all the candle, the nerot, on the side of it were towards the center. Right? It was going towards the center, which means the ones on the right of it were towards the Ma'arab, they were towards the south, and the ones to the left of it were towards west, which means they were facing towards the middle, and the middle one was facing. straight which means it was towards the west. Now, that's one opinion. Then what do you see from this Kemarabat? Mm-hmm. the middle one is the Mishubah, that's the Nira What do you learn from this concept? That the second guy that gets the aliyah, if he takes the four pesukim, you have something to rely on. You're Mishubah. Now, it should be noted that according to the opinion that says the menorah and the Bethlehem was placed east-west. So now, uh, what is considered the second there from the east. Which means when you have it East, west. So the easternmost nair mm-hmm. that cannot be called nair maravi. The second nair already is the first nair that's closest uh, to the west. Yes. That's west well, of that's the, first the first one. First one yes. Very good. So that's nair maravi, second nair. So it's not talking about this one. That's not naim sai. That's the second one. So we're going according to the shita that the menorah was placed. North, south, and naim sai is the, the middle nair. Ah, so how do you know the third one? So yeah, let's just read this again. M. Sai, first one. all, M. Sai, 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 that's right, which yeah. means you go up in Kiddushah. So the first guy reads three, the second guy reads three, and the third guy, four. Because when it comes to things of Kiddushah, you progressively go up. Uh, the first guy got up and read arba'ah. and the papa praised him. Which means that so you see over here a story proving you that Rishon is b'shubah, like we said above. And for Hatin Me'eh and Ve'eh and Mosifin. So, what we say? You cannot send up more Olim. Nor can you send up less. Tana. Raptayah Mevarich Lefaneah and Achotim Mevarich Leachare. The original Tana was the Kohen. He makes Berachah Vishona She'becharbanu. The Israel. He makes Berachah Harona Asher Metanano. No other Berachot. Veidana. But today it changed. Today, everybody makes a berachah di shona and a berachah harona. Why? How the tikkun rabbanan? The reason why they made such a tikkana: gizera mishum anichnasim u mishum ayotzim. What is this anichnasim and ayotzim? Which means there are people that they come in late in the middle of the reading of the Sefer Torah, and there's other people that leave early in the middle of the Sefer Torah. Now what's going to happen? Let's say you're going to have a person that says the uh, Berachah Yishonah. Okay? Does the Berachah Yishonah, the Kohen. The Kohen does the Berachah Yishonah. He doesn't make a Berachah Harona. Now a guy leaves. He says, well, they're not going to make a Berachah Harona? What kind of business is this? Now he's not going to know to make a Berachah Harona. Which means when he comes back to his own minyan now, he's not going to make a benachachrona at all. Mm-hmm. He says, there's no benachachrona there. Be, because he's not going to hear the benachachrona. So a guy who leaves, you know what, we don't want this guy to make a mistake here. Yeah, so in- they tell the Kohen, you know what, you better make a benachrona. So the guy knows that there's benachrona in the Sefer Torah. That's Keneged and Yotzim. Naiginath, Keneged, and Ichnasim. Ichnasim guy walks in during Levi. Levi, there's no benacharishonah. Okay. So he says, what, well, there's no uh, Benacharishonah? In be. Israel, there's no benacharishonah. She says, what, they don't make a Yishonah over here. She's going to make a mistake. So therefore, as you know what, for the guy that comes in late, you better make a Berachah so he knows that there's a Beracharishonah as well. So can they get a the Neknasim in your scene? The rabbis didn't want to make people uh, confused. So therefore they said, what? Everybody has to make a Berachar. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Mishuma Neknasim, <laughs> 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 the So, in order to alleviate that uh, situation, I and a as well. Let's just see one. Uh, one idea. Just one piece of Maharsha. The Gemara said above that they went in front of Rambam, and the Rabbi went up to the Sefer Torah for Rambam. The first one, he read four pesukim and he praised them. So the Maharsha <laughs> says that we just said, we just said that anyone that reads the four is meshubach. which means he was giving an additional sheva. He was saying. Of course, anyone that does it, but the first one especially. Well, I could have an added uh, yeah, factor perfect, yeah. that is that he shows that he's like Dim the Claw Arbaas. That's what he was uh, praising. Um. Now the Penei Yeshua has a hadush. Penei Yeshua says like this: the ena dafka. Says. This whole sugya is going according to the minhag in the olden days where everybody who got the aliyah, you read it for yourself. Which means, when it comes to each guy reading himself, so the first guy is Mishrubah, second guy, third guy. But now, you're not reading at all. So now the Simur is, so the so is reading it, he should do it right away Because w- why should he give the zechut and push it off to the second guy more than the third guy mm-hmm. But already it's Inyan of doing it uh, immediately So therefore we want to say that That's again as well, we have an Inyan of the Mitzvah of the Kiddashto The Kohen, he always gets the best Helik Right. Whenever uh, Torah says you have to respect the Kohen So he says, Sharei Shun Kohen you give the Quran the choice. So therefore, is there a better mana that you give the guy an extra pasukim? So there's another ñan also to read the four pasukim uh, immediately. Okay, last last point. The first point he brings down over here that the of Avraham says Sheim lo kar harishon pesukim lo yikra sheni elah shilishi Again, I was the same deen that if you didn't do it with the first guy, you should do it with the third Tama pereh Yoshua So pereh Yoshua has a question to the Magian Avraham Minayin lo she mahalim ba kodesh adif yote medid shlem seymishubach Which means already he who told you that the third reason of mahalim ba is better than the second man maharabi which is the middle mm-hmm. Which means that they are equal. So he says, "V'yeshli so yashiv." He wants to. He wants to give an answer. So he says like this. But the first machorim nakat she ha marala shel arishon shel amadu ma shel shekalim ena ela medraban. The din of shekalim of taking from the first kupat that's a rabbinical law. V'shtei ha maralta ha'irot deoraita, which means I have a question over here. Mm-hmm. She's the eniyan b'aribakodah. She's a Doraita law. The law of Nir im of the Bet the Mikdash, because they don't like that, Nir the Nir im The Shekalim item, taking from the first box, that was a wow. Deen, the de Rabbanan. So therefore, they have a uh, question. Tamama, him. Why are they equal then? Wow. It, which means, how could the rabbi come along in the Gemara and say, Meshubach, Meshubach, meshubach. What do you mean? The Chaurah, the second, the Levini says, should be more Meshubach than the... Sure. Show, this is the dindra, but this is Deoraita yeah. right. So what's the saying? She said it's all one mm-hmm. guy, yesh Deoraita the Here we are talking about three different people okay. going to live in and in this, right. They go the Levine right. the right. no it's interesting, mm-hmm. which means, he's giving you a klal. When you talk about three different people, yeah. each one has a ma'ala. I don't care if your mahala is a de'ulayta, ma'ala, or a tana you, you have a zikhut to say, I have a uh, claim. If you talk about one person, okay. then already you got to go with the ma'ala de'ulayta. Because you're choosing now, which ma'ala are you going to take? So in on one person you take the Mahala Deoraita But if three different people you check and say, listen uh, I have a benefit, uh, I'm going with the Shikalim The second guy can say, well I'm going with the uh, Nirmar Ali The third guy, Mahalim Ba'kodesh Oh, Nimsa comes out Shredbarav, Kishat Shlyachsibur Koreh Naayyav Shlyachsibur He's one Because he's reading for everybody Don't give the rishon arbaa Because that's a deen The rabbaran, the rishon So therefore according to this understanding Now that we have one Shaliyah Sibu So he's making a decision now So he's got to decide now who gets the mahalah He's one guy. Meaning, so when it comes to the one guy, he decides. don't give it to the, to the, to the first one because the first one is a deen, the, a banana. So therefore, he should give it to the second or the third, unless he says the first guy is a kohen, which usually is. Then everybody can be a because you the mitzvah of So you see, it's a whole hasbon. That's why I'm just trying to show you it's a whole hasbon over here. Who gets the four pesquim? It's not so simple. Everything has a, a, a reason and a logic. And the harim are debating the ma'aseh. Now, who should get the for The ma'aseh, we follow the minhag that we have. However, the stops are uh, broken up. And each parasha really varies exactly who's going to get it. But we follow the deen of the Gemara that everybody is.